0: Hello, and welcome to the Bring It On Podcast. I'm your host, Erin, photographer, obsessed runner, self-proclaimed crazy person with a gift for sharing advice, embarrassing life experiences, health, fitness, and a life's mission of busting you out of your excuse-driven mindset. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, friends, neighbors, podcast world. It is Tuesday. It's Tuesday and I'm here. We are on vacation. Okay, no, we're not. We're on staycation. Who the hell am I kidding? It is December 29th and we are at the beginning of Snowmageddon. Everybody remain calm. We live in Iowa. It snows. Don't freak out. I mean, like, really, it's fine. It's not that huge of a deal. I mean, where are we going anyways? I mean, I know people got to work, but just slow the fuck down. It's not that difficult. And I got it. Thinking of this, they were putting on the news the other day, like the six driving tips or seven driving tips or whatever for winter driving. And I kind of got a beef with the last one. It said, don't drive in four wheel drive. Okay, number one. Don't tell me how to fucking drive because I would bet a whole lot of money that I have a lot more driving experience in shitty weather than any of those morons on that TV screen. Not to be a jerk, but it's just the truth. Number two, the only reason why they say don't drive in four-wheel drive is because people think they can still drive 80 mile an hour just because they have four-wheel drive. I get it. I get it. But if you um, remove your head from your ass... Before you put your car into four wheel drive, or your vehicle, your SUV, whatever it is you're driving, your pickup, whatever, just d- don't be stupid. It's not that difficult. I mean, you know, we're not driving a NASCAR race. I mean, unless you're like maybe driving an ambulance and you have an emergency, something like that. I could, I could totally see it. It's warranted, but you know, as with all things, experience begets knowledge, right? So we all have to do some dumb shit. So I'm going to tell you a little story about some dumb shit I did one time. And you'll get a kick out of this because it is in direct relation to what not to do while winter driving. (laughs) I was 16. You guys, I'd had my license. uh, This was like in December or January. um, And I turned 16 in October. Now, mind you, I had been operating equipment since I was a little kid. I'd been driving a vehicle since back and forth to school since I was 14 because I had my school permit. So, you know, I had some driving experience. Not like now, obviously. Uh, I'm 44. But I wasn't totally green. And I fucking knew better, right? So anyways, in the wintertime, my sister Amy would have basketball practice in the morning on Saturday mornings, and I would have USVBA practice, which was, uh, what was it? United States Volleyball Association. It was like um, AAU or REC or league, whatever, that continued on past volleyball season. So we had USVBA after or on Saturday mornings, okay? So we'd gotten two independents. So, like, my mom and dad's house is about 15-ish miles from the high school where I used to go to high school because the high school is not there anymore. Now they have a new one. Anyways, whatever. About 15 miles from Independence, right? 15, 18, whatever it is. I don't even know. So we left that morning, and we had to be at practice at, like, 7 or 7.30, I don't remember exactly what. It was fine going in to Independence. It was fine. We took the highway. No, we took the gravel because at that point in my life, I really had a problem with my lead foot and I didn't want a speeding ticket. So we would usually, I would usually take the 90 mile an hour road. Okay. AKA the Brandon Diagonal Boulevard, which is gravel it crosses one highway until you get to Independence. So it was like a straight shot and you could seriously haul ass up it. And I did like frequently, consistently. And I'm really lucky driving like that because it was really stupid. Um, I did learn how to not wreck vehicles, I guess, maybe. Uh, it, was, it was interesting. So anyways, we went to practice that morning and uh, it was at the Civic Center is where we practiced for USVBA. And when I left or when we went to leave, this should have been an omen. This, this should have been uh, like a warning to me. But it wasn't because I was 16 and dumb, right? I mean, I think I'm fucking invincible because I'm 16 years old. Sarah Shetta and I, one of my teammates, we were both backing out of the parking spot at the same time. And, you know, of course, we just got done with practice and I'm kind of in a hurry and uh, it's kind of shitty out because it had started like freezing rain. So everything was just a solid sheet of ice when we walked outside. So she was backing out and I was backing out and we backed into each other. Just a little bump. I think we both hit the brakes and just slid into each other and bumped, which whatever, no big deal, right? So I, I forgot to tell you what I was driving. We had a, is it like an 88 or 89 or early 90s, I don't remember what year it was, Oldsmobile Custom Cruiser, okay? This thing was a fucking boat. It was a station wagon. Okay, and it wasn't just like a station wagon like you'd think of now. This thing was like huge. It was previously owned by a funeral home, so it was really nice. It was dark blue, had dark blue interior, um, and it had a V8 in it. This thing would haul the fucking mail. It probably weighed like 8,000 pounds. Maybe not that much, but it was heavy. I mean, it would stick to the gravel like you were on rails. So... Rear wheel drive, of course, because it was a station wagon, and it had a V eight in it, and so driving it was like, ah, uh, I mean, like, so you know, Cadillac typically has like a real smooth ride, right? That's the way this thing was. It had like that nice smooth ride. It was long as a freight train. Um, it had the the back door or the back tailgate. What do you even call it? I don't know. But the window rolled down all the way and it like opened from the side. So it was this big, huge fucking door in the back to get in and out And it had the rear facing rear seats. Right. So this was when third row seats were like, I don't know, invented. Uh, (laughs) Maybe not. I could be wrong. I have no idea. But I remember when we got this, it was it was nice because there were six kids in our family. So we didn't have to actually like sit on each other's laps. There was actually enough room, more or less, for all of us. We had to sit three across each seat, but it wasn't like shoving five, six kids in one back seat. There were two back seats. Anyways, so I left there after me and Sarah bumped bumpers, and I went and picked Amy up at the high school. or No, the middle school. Yeah, would have been the middle school because she would have been in middle school. She would have been in eighth grade, I think. And uh, anyways, so picked her up, and then we headed south out of Independence. And for whatever reason, I did not take the gravel. Stupid. Stupid. See, again, another dumb idea, right? So I didn't take the gravel. I took 150, which is the highway south. So you get south Independence about, uh, I don't know, probably three, four-ish miles And there is a row of Quonset huts, big blue Quonsets, on the east side of the highway, right before Frotsky's Corner. It's a gravel road. I don't know why they call it Frotsky's Corner, but that's just what everybody calls it. And it's called it for years. So I'm driving past the Quonsets, and there's a car up ahead of me a little ways, and I'm doing 60. in a 55. On a solid sheet of ice, I'm doing 60 in this big ass station wagon, right? And my sister's in the passenger seat. It was just me and Amy, and I'm hauling the mail home, right? Which I normally drove 60 anyways, but not on a solid sheet of ice. (laughs) Here's the problem you can see it already, can't you? So there's this car up ahead of me, and I'm like, oh shit, it's turning, it turns on its turn signal like way before the corner, right? To let me know it can see me and it knows I'm going way too fast. So maybe I can get myself slowed down before I asshole it because it's going to turn, take a left-hand turn. Well, in my stupid 16-year-old brain, I thought two things. A, there's no fucking way in hell I'm going to get stopped before I hit this guy. B, I can make it around him before he turns. Yeah. No. That was a bad idea. So, I think I'm going to pass this car before it makes this left-hand turn, as I'm doing 60 on a solid sheet of ice in a ginormous station wagon. Then the person, out of courtesy and probably feeling safer getting the fuck out of my way, moves into the left-hand lane, because we're going south. There's no traffic oncoming from the south. There's no northbound traffic at this point in time. So he moves over a lane to let me go by on the right side, which is kind of a, if you're not familiar with this thing, it's kind of a courtesy thing that us redneck folk do. Um So he moves into the left-hand lane and every alarm in my brain is going off. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. So I try to get back over into the right-hand lane. Well, when you... Try to move lanes a little bit swifter at a high rate of speed than what the weather conditions or road conditions allow. I mean, you could put two and two together, right? Here we are fishtailing. 60 mile an hour. Well, obviously we're slowing down, but we're fishtailing. Down 150. And I'm correcting, and I correct, and I correct, and I correct. And Amy, this whole time, is screaming bloody murder. I mean, legit. We're going to die! I mean, her fingerprints. If that car still exists and is sitting in some junkyard somewhere, her fingerprints are probably still in the freaking dash of that car. I'm not even kidding. She was freaking the fuck out. Screaming bloody murder. She thought we were going to die. And I have both hands on the wheel. No feet on the brake because you don't do that. I at least knew this, okay? I didn't I didn't touch the damn brakes. And I'm like, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. And I don't know how many times the ass end went from the northbound ditch to the southbound ditch to the northbound ditch to the southbound ditch. I honestly have no idea it didn't count. Because at that time, all I was concerned about was getting that fat hog straightened out and down the highway. And not in the ditch. Well, we made it past the car that turned, The car turned onto the gravel, and I kind of remember seeing it out of the corner of my eye, and then all of a sudden, we must have done like a 360 and ended up in the ditch. We're in the northbound side ditch, and of course, it's the deep side of the ditch. I'm looking at the clouds, and Amy is still screaming, bloody murder. And we were fine. We both had our seatbelts on. No oncoming traffic coming throughout this whole entire fiasco. Not, nobody was out there but us and this other car until we ended up in the ditch. Then there is car after car after car after car. And I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, my God, you going to kill us. I can't wait. This. Freaking out, right? <coughs> okay, that kind of hurt my throat a little bit. I can't do that hold please. So she's still wigging out. And I'm like, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, that was actually kind of fun. And she looks at me and I, (laughs) if looks could kill, I wouldn't be breathing right now because she was so mad. But I mean, it kind of was, and I kind of laughed about it. And then Rolls this this uh, gosh, was that pickup white? I don't remember if it was white. I think it was white. Guy I went to high school with. Guy I still know. Guy who doesn't live very far away from me. <clears throat> oh my god, that killed my throat. Jason Kruger comes rolling up to a stop just past where we went in the ditch. And of course, you know, I get out of the car or like roll out of the car because it's like sitting at a 60 degree angle in that ditch. I'm like, fuck, my dad is going to kill me. My mom is going to freak out. Well, no, she's going to be pissed, but my dad is going to fucking kill me, right? Because I'm in the ditch because I was stupid. Uh, Live and learn. So... The win the passenger side window rolls down. At this time, I he had uh this Great Dane that like what I swear to God went everywhere with him. I can't remember the dog's name. I knew it at the time, but I don't remember the dog's name now. How many years later? And he's like, he goes, Bronco, um, you need a hand? I'm like, I I kind of need more than that. Like a tow truck and a ride would be awesome since you look like you're already going into independence and he's like get in (laughs) so amy and i crammed ourselves into his s10 pickup and i think she like folded herself up in the little you know jump seats in the back seats of that extended cab s10 pickups like she was little so she fit with the fucking marmaduke in the back um back seat with her Probably drip and drool on her head the whole time. But anyways, he's like, nice. I was like, man, fuck off. But can you give me a ride to my Aunt Chris's house? My mom's sister lived in Independence. So he gave us a ride and he's just giggling the whole time. You know, as he's driving 30 because the road is a solid sheet of ice. And took us into Independence and dropped us off at my aunt's house. So we go in. I call home, because mind you, this is 1993, yeah, because that would have been my sophomore year, yeah, 93, 92, because it would have been the beginning of sophomore year, so it's 92, we didn't have cell phones, I mean, we didn't have cell phones, so you had to like either, if you went the ditch, you had to either hitch a ride, or walk, is, is where you were at. And that's, that's what you had. So instead of having to, like, walk the three or four miles back in Independence by the grace of my good friend, <laughs> we didn't have to walk. He gave us a ride instead. And it, you guys, to this day, I mean, what is it? 18 years later? Um... He still flips me shit about my non-driving bitch capabilities. <laughs> oh goodness. I mean, some days you just do stupid shit and I mean, I've done some stupid shit and this was one of those times that was it was pretty stupid, obviously, because it was it could have totally been avoidable. But I I guess I needed to slow down. So somebody was like, "Hey, Funk, go in the ditch and uh, maybe learn how to slow down a little bit. Hmm? Maybe. I don't know. But it was I was thankful that we did not hit anybody else because that would have just been, I mean, this that situation could have been so bad on so many levels. I mean, we could be not breathing right now. We could have died that day. That's a very real thing because if we hit somebody, going as fast as we did. Uh, I mean, it just would have been bad. There's just no, can't imagine any good way that would have ended. And I, you know, that would have been awful if we would have hurt. So if I, not we, because Amy had nothing to do with it. She was just screaming bloody murder in the passenger seat, completely helpless. And that was it. She refused to ride with me For probably, I don't know, it was probably a month or so, she was like, would freak out. And if the roads were shitty, she would like double freak out. And then, funny thing is, not so funny, uh, a few years later, a couple years later, she was with Brooke. And Brooke was driving my boyfriend at the time's mom's little Ford Bronco 2. And, uh, you know, those real ones that like to roll over really easily, yeah, that one, really narrow wheelbase, not wide at all, and short, lightweight, didn't, oh gosh, and uh, by the grace of God, they didn't really get hurt or die, because they rolled it, I can't remember if it was on its side four times, and end over end three times, or what, but it went end over end, and on its side, outside of quaski. They made it through the curves where everybody else crashes and then hit the, some washboards and just flattened that thing. The, um, they got out, they got out of the car. Amy had a concussion and, um, they walked to a house that was nearby and called for a ride, called her, Brooke's boyfriend at the time, I think it was, and he came and got him and the EMTs and emergency response people were walking hand in hand in the bean field looking for bodies because they didn't know where they were and they just assumed that they got ejected from the vehicle because all the glass was busted out and there was blood and you know all those kind of things so i guess at least i didn't cause amy any injuries so that was good you know i didn't i didn't hurt her i just scared the bejesus out of her (laughs) So bad <laughs> that that's that was that was an interesting time in life, and I mean, as teenagers, you know, you think a lot of times that there's got to be like some type of bubble of protection around us for all the stupid shit we did as teenagers and all the stupid shit that teenagers still do, now it's just documented and splattered all over the world on the internet for everyone to see because why not? Man, I'll tell you what. I've said so many times, I'm so glad we didn't have cell phones when I was younger because, oh my God, that shit haunt you forever. You know, the stuff that we used to do when we were teenagers, the keggers out at the pit at Harris Pond. I mean, the we'd go whip donuts over in the church parking lot in Winthrop. The house parties we'd go to, the keg stands, the, oh, jeez, all the things. The barfing from mixing Zima and strawberry daiquiris and red dog beer and Fritos. That shit was one ugly night. Oh, my God, that was so bad. Oh, gosh, you guys, the stupid shit we used to do as a teenager. Woof, da. In a very short amount of time, too. I mean, it really didn't all start out until I was like 16, 17. And then, yeah, it just went like escalated from there. But the reason I talk about this, I guess I thought of it just because it is snowing to beat the band out there. And the roads are going to be shit. And we all say, slow down, take your time like a broken record, it loses its luster, it loses its power until you do something stupid and end up looking at the sky because you put your car in the ditch and you're just, yeah, ass in the ditch, watching the clouds go by and you got to kind of like lean out the window to see traffic because I couldn't see the highway the car was sitting that much of at an angle. I couldn't see the highway looking forwards. I had to look out the side window to see the highway. Oh, goodness. I'm sure there were probably at least half of the people that drove by that day knew who we were and probably just chuckled and, and thought, oh, man, Daryl's going to be pissed at those girls. But I don't remember. I'm assuming he called the tow truck. I never heard anything else about it other than... Did you learn something from that experience? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, sure did. And uh, what was that lesson you learned from that experience? Um, slow the fuck down. Because it's a car and you're on tires and it's slick and you can't stop. And once you lose control, you're pretty much fucked. Because, I mean, it was a huge, ginormous vehicle. And, man, I tell you what. Wait. Weight gains momentum. <laughs> I didn't know what overcorrecting was, but I experienced it that day. I know what overcorrecting is these days, and I have for quite a number of years. But that day, I experienced it. I just didn't know what it was. So I guess that's your that's your funny story for the day for today's podcast as a little bit of a throwback to Early days of Aaron's driving lessons. So, be safe out there today. Take care of yourselves. You really probably don't need to make that mad dash to the grocery store, most likely. I mean, probably not. And if you do, take your time. Try not to get too pissed off at other drivers. And stay off your phone. For the love of God and all things holy. Stay off your phone. Good God. All right. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to hang out and continue to watch the snow come down and wait for baby calves to be born because that's what happens around here when this type of thing is going on outside. We'll catch y'all later. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Every listen counts. If you like what I'm putting out there, please share it with a friend and hit that subscribe button. Have questions, comments, feedback for me? Shoot me an email at bringitonpcgmail.com. At Have a wonderful day. Go kick ass.